In today's show, key Bitcoin chart will confirm if the bottom is in by July 15th, says top crypto trader, quoting him here, negative three-day moving average 100 will cross positive three-day moving average 200 by half of July. That will confirm the bottom is in. And quoting crypto analyst Mikhail Vende Pop, looking decent here as the grind upward continues for Bitcoin. Area to hold for me is in the region around $20,200. If that sustains what could be accelerating towards the 200-week moving average around $22,500. And as Plan B shares here, Bitcoin is a great hedge against central bank stupidity. Also be sharing his latest updates. And this just in breaking news, an Arab country might adopt Bitcoin a lot sooner than you think, says Prince Philip of Serbia. Also in today's show, Bitcoin versus the bank, Najib Bokele, reminds Peter Schiff why the banks can't trump Bitcoin. Quoting Peter Schiff here, Bitcoin has failed to live up to the hype, and those institutions that put a toe in the water last year are not likely to take the plunge. This year, most will opt out to cut their losses and sell. I doubt Michael Saylor and Najib Bukele have enough dry powder to keep the market propped up. And Bukele responded, how's your bank going? And quoting Congressman William Soriano, so Peter Schiff broke a bank and made his clients lose millions of dollars in savings, and he thinks he knows about Bitcoin. He can't even make it right using fiat. Peter Schiff is the right example of why millions of people are using Bitcoin on a smaller scale, but the same exact behavior as bigger bankers. Voices like this have zero credibility. Also in today's show, Bloomberg analyst tips bullish on Bitcoin recovery in the next six months. Quoting Mike McGlone here, Bitcoin could be one of the greatest bull markets in history at a relatively discounted price to start the second half, or the crypto may be a failing experiment in the process of being made redundant like crude oil. Our bias is Bitcoin adoption is more likely to continue rising. Also in today's show, Bitcoin flashing multiple bottom signals after massive systemic shock, according to ARK Invest analysts. Quoting Yassine here, Bitcoin is trading below its 200-week moving average and short and long-term cost basis for only the fourth time in price history. These levels have historically marked generational bottoms. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, crypto fam? Make some noise in the live chat. The Bitcoin is due to give a definitive signal that a macro bottom is in this month. One analyst had concluded in a new Twitter thread on July 6th, popular commentator Wolf, I key moving average data as proof that the Bitcoin price action will not be going lower. That's right. Amid repeated calls for Bitcoin to revisit levels not seen since quarter four of 2020, one simple historical trend is now saying that the pair has already seen its latest macro lows. That's right. Analyzing the three-day chart, Wolf argued that the 100-day moving average was crossing the 200-day moving average, which will act as a price floor signal, just like in the previous Bear markets, quoting him here, negative three-day moving average 100 will cross positive three-day moving average 200 by half of July, which is the 15th. That would confirm that the bottom is in. This was in response to his previous tweet he shared on July 4th, is the bottom in? If history is any indication, bear markets end when the negative three-day 21 exponential moving average crosses positive moving average 200 with a 50% sell-off to the 38.2% Fibonacci, while then negative three-day moving average 100 
100, crosses positive three day moving average 200, bottom is already in. So specifically, the crossover of the two moving averages is due on or by July 15th in just a week's time, after which future trajectory should be confirmed. Now, should Bitcoin avoid major downside in the meantime, 17,600 will thus remain as the latest long-term Bitcoin price bottom. Let me know if you feel that the bottom is currently in at 17,600, or do you feel we're likely to reach lower levels? Now, despite historical precedent, such an outcome is nonetheless far from certain. Prior to July 15th's deadline, crypto markets will have to weather an ongoing macroeconomic storm, which has so far proved deadly for risk assets across the board. July 13th will be a particular interest to market participants. This date marks the release of the consumer price index data from the United States for the month of June. And as Cointelegraph recently reported, inflation is already at 40-year highs and CPI readouts have shown a consistent uptrend throughout this year of 2022. Now let's discuss moving averages. Stacking up is resistance. Bitcoin, meanwhile, circled 20,500 this morning at the time of this recording, approaching weekly highs. And quoting crypto analyst Mikhail Van Pop, looking decent here as the grind upward continues for Bitcoin. Area to hold for me is the region around $20,200. If that sustains, we could be accelerating towards the 200-week moving average around $22,500. We also have crypto analyst Keith Allen, who flagged various other daily, weekly, and monthly moving averages as zones of interest should Bitcoin manage to sustain its upwards momentum as he breaks down here. Yesterday, Bitcoin retested the 21-day moving average. After reclaiming it briefly, price fell back down, marking another failed attempt. Here is a thread on why this level warrants some attention. And he continues, like all things in trading, no single indicator or data point should be used to make trading decisions out of the context the 21-day moving average isn't that important however where price goes from here could be an early indication of how the price will trend in the near future zooming out to the weekly chart we can see that the significance of the 21-week moving average historically losing the 21-week moving average has signaled a downtrend in november 2021 it again served as an early indication that bitcoin was headed for a bear market confirmed by losing subsequent moving averages. And let's fast forward to his conclusion. If Bitcoin can close above the 21-day moving average, we'll look to the 50-month and 200-week moving averages before considering a legit trend reversal. Since losing the 21-week moving average was a prelude to confirming the bear market, we need to reclaim it to confirm a bull market. In my opinion, anything less keeps the bears alive. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analysts and checking out the latest from Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin stock to flow model. Bitcoin, a great hedge against central bank stupidity. That's right. And he also updates us here about this chart. Number one, realized 200 week moving average shows how small 2021 bull market was compared to 2013 and 2017. Number two, summer 2021 after the China mining ban, Bitcoin still looked bullish. RSI rising again. Number three, but November, December 2021 RSI broke, end of the bull. And number four, now realized 200-week moving average shows bottom. Will RSI confirm? And here's his latest update. Bitcoin relative strength index, RSI flipping. Let me know your thoughts, yes or no. And quoting Prince Philip of Serbia, an Arab country might adopt Bitcoin a lot sooner than you think. Mass adoption and Bitcoin game theory in full effect. Let's freaking go. And before I break down next story of the day, Bitcoin versus the bank, Najib Bokele reminds Peter Schiff why banks can't trump 
the King Crypto. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin and Ether and many of the major alts are currently pumping. And in the green, we got Bitcoin up about 1.5% for the day, maintaining just above $20,400. We have Ether up 4.3%, maintaining just above $1,180, while Solana, XRB, Cardano, and Polkadot are all pumping. And in the green, while Binance Coin is pulling back, and in the red. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Since the closure of his bank in Puerto Rico, Peter Schiff has been at the receiving end of Bitcoin proponents, reminding him that this wouldn't have happened if he was using the King Crypto. The latest to taunt the gold proponent is none other than El Salvador President Nayib Bokele, who has had a fair share of interactions with Schiff ever since El Salvador adopted Bitcoin as legal tender last year. Bukele responded to one of the tweets made by Schiff in January this year, criticizing Bitcoin and predicting that the likes of MicroStrategy CEO Michael Saylor and Bukele himself would eventually have to sell their Bitcoin holdings as the price drops. The president responded to the tweet by asking about his bank. Quoting Peter Schiff here, Bitcoin has failed to live up to the hype and those institutions that put a toe in the water last year are not likely to take the plunge. This year, most will opt out to cut their losses and sell. I doubt Michael Saylor and Nigel Bukele have enough dry powder to keep the market propped up. And that's when Nigel Bokele responded, how's your bank going? Which is the most epic response. And even Congressman William Soriano of El Salvador chimed in. So Peter Schiff broke a bank and made his clients lose millions of dollars in savings. And he thinks he knows about Bitcoin. He can't even make it right using fiat. And he also continues, Bitcoin is the right example of why millions of people are using Bitcoin on a smaller scale, but the same exact behavior as bigger bankers. Voices like this have zero credibility. And Peter Schiff also wrote here, the IRS and J5 targeted my bank due to the outspoken criticism of excess government taxation and regulation. Their illegal efforts to punish free speech deprive me of property without due process and needlessly put thousands of customers at risk actually justifies my criticism. And while Schiff claims that the bank was closed due to his criticism of the government, it highlights how centralized financial institutions, such as banks, often curtail financial freedom. The price of Bitcoin might fluctuate over time, but the owner is in full control of their funds if they haven't put them on a centralized exchange. That's right, not your keys, not your cheese. As long as your crypto is in a cold storage wallet, no one can confiscate that, unlike the fiat currency sitting in Peter Schiff's bank, which has already been shut down. And so in responded to Peter Schiff, it's one thing to warn people at this point, you're just trying to soothe your own fear, put 1% of your wealth into Bitcoin, and once again, you'll sleep well at night. And Peter Schiff responds, I have no fears about not owning Bitcoin and have no desire to waste 1% of my net worth buying any. Now, critics often highlight the volatility of the crypto market. Still, the traditional financial market is no better in a state either, with inflation touching decade highs and several top stocks registering more significant losses than Bitcoin this year. In 2022, Bitcoin has been crucial in offering financial freedom to nearly 70% of the unbanked population of El Salvador, although the price action of Bitcoin has dipped more than 60% from its top. And critics often like to point out the decline in the number of Bitcoin purchases by the Central American nation. The country has onboarded 4 million unbanked using their national Bitcoin wallet, Shivo, and El Salvador's remittance network has also been enhanced by the Bitcoin adoption, accounting for millions in cross-border transactions with minimal fees. The country has proven that Bitcoin can offer financial freedom to the unbanked. 
damn right. Which major nation do you feel will likely be next to adopt Bitcoin as a legal tender? Let me know in the comments below. And what are your thoughts surrounding Peter Schiff's bank getting shut down by authorities and Najib Bukele's response of how your bank's going? Let me know in the comments right down below. And before I break down next story of the day, Bloomberg analyst tips bullish on Bitcoin recovery in the next six months. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap sitting at $865 billion with about $54 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance is 45.1% with the Ether dominance at 16 0.6% and checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours. We have Storage leading the pack up almost 21% for the day, trading above 77 cents, followed by Nexo up 6.6%, trading above 65 cents, and Compound up 6.3%, trading at $49.45. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week. Finally, we're back in a sea of green. We have CVX up 51.5%, CRV up 47 0.4%, our weave up 38.3%, and the sandbox up 32 0.8%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we are currently rated an 18 in Extreme Fear. The same as yesterday. Last week was an 11 and last month a 15 in Extreme Fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, Extreme Fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That could be a great buying opportunity, aka BTFD, buy that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Bloomberg senior commodity strategist Mike McGlone is tipping that the price of Bitcoin will rebound in the second half of this year, sharing his thoughts to his 48,000 Twitter followers on Wednesday. McGlone saw positive signs in the data, Bloomberg's Galaxy Crypto Index, and the 50-week and 100-week moving averages of the Bitcoin price action. He suggested that the current indicators are showing similar signs to the bottom of the bear market in 2018, which preceded a strong rebound in the first half of 2019. Quoting the analysts here, with the Bloomberg Galaxy Crypto Index nearing a similar drawdown as the 2018 bottom and Bitcoin's discount to its 50 and 100 week moving average, similar to the past foundations, risk versus reward is tilting towards responsive investors in the second half. Now, the Bloomberg Galaxy Crypto Index is designed to measure the performance of the largest crypto assets to a certain a general view of the market's overall performance. Moving averages pinpoint the average price of an asset over a specific amount of time, such as 50 or 100 days. Crypto winter in 2018 was a rough time for Bitcoin as the price plunged down from the $16,000 region in January to a market bottom of around $3,200 by mid-December, according to data from CoinGecko. However, following the carnage, Bitcoin went on to pump to around $13,000 by late June, and McGlone predicted in a follow-up post that Bitcoin is either on track for one of the greatest bull markets in history at a relatively discounted price to start the second half, or the data is showing that the crypto market is starting to fail and scare away investors. Quoting him here on crypto Twitter, Bitcoin could be one of the greatest bull markets in history at a relatively discounted price to start the second half, or the crypto may be a failing experiment in the process of being made redundant like crude oil. Our bias is Bitcoin adoption is more likely to continue rising. If stocks keep dropping at a similar velocity as in the first half, the June 75 BPS hike 
may be the last. And before I break down our final story of the day, Bitcoin flashing multiple bottom signals after a massive systemic shock, according to ARK Invest analyst Yasin. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,200 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also, some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my crypto merch store, live at merch.cryptonewsalerts.net. Also, be sure to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell to turn on all notifications to receive daily premium crypto news alerts every single day, just like this, and help support the YouTube channel with the YouTube algorithm. And of course, you can follow me on all the major podcasts and platforms from Spotify, home of the Joe Rogan Experience, to Apple's iTunes and Google Play. And if you're listening to the pod, be sure to check out the YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video. And of course, you can follow me on crypto Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, and TikToks, wherever you at. Be sure to plug in and follow me there. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. Bitcoin is flashing multiple bottom symbols, according to Yasin, an analyst at ARK Invest Management. Yasin notes that Bitcoin is trading below its 200-week moving average, short and long-term cost basis. This is only the fourth time that this has happened in Bitcoin's price history, according to the analyst, which you can see here, the Bitcoin price versus on-chain cost basis and the 200-week moving average. Yasin says the Bitcoin miners are dealing with pressure, quoting him here, as stakeholders with the most skin in the game. Miner capitulation is a key bottom marker. The pure multiple, a measurement that compares daily miner revenue to its yearly average is at a three-year low, which you can see here in this chart. And additionally, the analyst notes the net realized losses in Bitcoin recently reached a two-year low, which you can see here in this chart. And quoting Yasin here in this Twitter thread, number one, Bitcoin is trading below its 200-week moving average and short and long-term cost basis for only the fourth time in price history. These levels have historically marked generational bottoms. Number two, following Terra's collapse, leverage has unwound across the entire ecosystem, catalyzed by a liquidity crisis from Celsius and the insolvency of Three Arrows Capital. Number three, Celsius froze withdrawals on June 12th in response to significant outflows. Its DeFi debt outstanding is $631 million, but the magnitude of its non-DeFi exposure is unclear. Number four, as the market sold off in response to Celsius's decision to halt withdrawals, news surfaced at Three Arrows Capital could not meet margin calls. Several lenders and exchanges implicitly and explicitly confirmed that they had liquidated positions held by Three Arrows Capital and known Three Arrows Capital counterparties include Voyager, Genesis, BlockFi, FTX, Deribit, and BitMEX. Number five, despite the massive shock, Bitcoin's fundamentals appear to be stable. Number six, miners are facing significant pressure as stakeholders with the most skin in the game. Miner capitulation is a key bottom marker. The pure multiple, a measurement that compares daily miner revenue to its yearly average, is at a three-year low. Number seven, net realized losses in Bitcoin recently reached a two-year low, breaching a half a percent for the fourth time since 2013. Number eight, unrealized net losses suggests Bitcoin can fall further. It's 17% lower than that of its average cost basis. Historically, global bottoms have formed when losses hit 25% plus. And number nine, he concludes, macro conditions are still weighing heavily on Bitcoin's outlook. Credit default swaps have more than doubled since September, and the yield curve is flattening. Despite signs of a recession, the Fed is still hawkish. If it keeps tightening, risks on assets like Bitcoin can continue to suffer. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode. Ecoin wrote, Aloha JV, solid show my brother. When catching up on the crypto news, crypto news alerts always delivers. Cheers fam, greatly appreciate your continued support. As always, much respect. 
Hoddle. Our next featured comment comes from Inner Dino. Thanks, JV. Excellent show. Well, I reckon the bottom is in, but you know what my predictions are like. Thanks for sharing, fam. I hope you're right and the bottom is in at 17,600 so we can moon already. Let's go. And our third and final featured comment comes from Matthew Hawk. Knowledge is indeed power. Why store your coin in exchanges or get convinced by someone to trade for when you can get an update on the coin, market fluctuations yourself, and know the coins by yourself. You make a great point. I say this a lot, not your keys, not your cheese, especially during bear markets like this. You want to remove all your crypto off the centralized exchanges and move them into cold storage or forever hold your peace. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.